How can I ever change things that I feel? won't let me go my own way is my point but I love you but then you take it personally when I say I need my own space and you get all like a teenage boy I'm like yeah hurt my feelings and I just need my own space so that I can then come back and then give you my attention and my love but when I am a zero of a person because of my hours of work and I just need to rehabilitate my life force a little bit so that I can then come and be a wife and a mother. You won't let me do it. You, but you say you're like, go, go get your space. Okay. So here's the deal. I'm working long hours. I'm with people. I'm talking 12 to 16 hours a day with no time off, hardly at all. Okay. Then the weekends come. I'm like face planted on my bed. Kids need me. Husbands need me. Because men, you know you're needy motherfuckers, okay? Us women know it. You're needy mofos. Okay. Not independent. The women are the independent ones. The men are the needy mofos. Fine. It's fine. I'm fine that you're needy. It's just called being a man. Because women, we are the life force that makes you feel... Life's pain go away. But if I am a zero and I need to go get some space, like a fucking walk with no, I cannot have one more person asking me something or needing me before I get a walk. So the other day, many of you saw it on my Instagram story. I was like, I went for a walk in the rain here in Vancouver. I'm like, oh, I, I like couldn't have another person talk to me. Like my brain, I have no more fucking RAM. I have no more bandwidth. I got nothing. I need to go like cook up some new brain cells, okay? I'm going for a walk. I go to this place that they have here where you float in a tank of a thousand pounds of Epsom salts and you're weightless for an hour and a half. And I really needed it. So I did that. And then I was going to walk back to the house. Maybe two and a half hours tops of alone time. Text when you're out. I text him and I'm like, I don't even want to text him. Like, I'm trying to have, now have a cu- cup of tea on the couch afterwards at this place. Then I'm like, ugh, they're closing. I got to go. I'm not done being alone yet. I just like, I felt like I just like can't get my head above water. And I'm looking forward to the walk home. I'm like, okay, well, at least I have that to like just continue like my negative space. And he's like, I'm by you, so I'll meet you. I'm like... And then I'm walking and he's like, oh, I just passed you. And I thought, he's in the car. I don't want to ride home. I don't want to get in a machine. I, I-, I want to be alone. And then he- I hear, Jenna! And he's across the street on foot. And I now have to walk home with him. 
I love you. But like, dude, he's like, I just had concern about you walking home alone. It's fucking Vancouver. It's the safest. We're in like a residential neighborhood that is like the safest place in the planet. I'm like, really? Like, you're worried about me? No, needy mofo. I was like, and I texted back before I knew you were across the street. I'm like, I just really want to be alone. I'd like to walk alone. I'm good. Look over, there he is. Can't get away. So when I mentioned that yesterday, he flew off the handle and almost started like crying in the fetal position because his feelings got so hurt. No. And I said, I love you. I just need my own space so that I can be there. Because here's why I get annoyed. Oh, I'm not done talking. You're just going to listen. Shut the fuck up and listen to me. Listen to your bitch. Got some things on my mind. God. God. So if I don't, if you're now walking with me, right, or needing time with me before I get me back, then I'm not rehabilitating myself and I'm not there for you. So I'm being there with you. Is it hurting you hearing me talk? The closeness. Oh. So now I'm spending time with you that's worthless because I'm worthless. So now it's a total waste of time. I can't be alone and it's not good partner time. So it's just fucking trash time and I got no time to waste. My time is so limited. I'm done. Drops mic. You go. No. You do it all the time. Like you won't let me have my own time. But you say you do and then you always cut it short with texts or meeting up with me thinking that it's going to be special. Like I'm going to be all excited to see you. I love you, but no. Hurt my feelings really bad. But can't you understand? Don't you see that there's no wife present? I, it just hurt my feelings. It's not your feelings were hurt. It's you're guilty because you know damn right you're invading my space. Space invader <laughs> from the 80s. You're straight out of the 80s with your space invasion. You admitted it, though, so don't even act like you're annoyed with me right now. You admitted it. You admitted you don't let me go because you feel me trying to get away, and then you reach more. I just need to, I don't know. I really don't know. What is it? Tell me. Tell me what can I do. No, no, I don't have anything to criticize you about. It's the same thing when you crash my bachelorette party. (laughs) Like, you just won't let me have it. Explain. Please explain. No. I'm I ready for just you can give me a 30 minute diatribe because I'm fascinated because I need to know. I need to understand. Mama needs some comprende comprehension <laughs> from the padre over here. I feel like you're men. You're going... I know you all are the same. You're all the same. I never make generalities, but you're all needy little bastards that you just it's still sucking on mama's titty. It's like you just can't get off the tit. It's like. Mama needs to go make some more milk before you can get back on the tit, okay? Let us go make more fucking milk, motherfuckers. You're sucking on a dry tit. Honestly, this has been some of the most profound shit I've ever seen. I'm, I'm just a pure spectator at this point because this is, this is fantastic. It's, I, I'm in admiration. Dry and it, udders. And it's not even wrong. Everything's correct. I'm not, I know. I know I'm right. It's profound, articulate, good euphemisms. <laughs> fucking shit is happening here. Is it a metaphor or a euphemism? What's the difference? It's a proverb. It is a proverb. Proverb. And, and, a, and a moral story. Right. It's Guys, let your working mother women make more milk. You have to be able to observe. The things are fucking hanging dry. They're not full 
of life force milk. We are, we are drained. Okay. And you know what happens when you baby starts sucking on a dry tit so much? Mm-mm. Those fucking nipples fall off. You're shooting yourself in the foot, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm exhausted, honestly. But you're killing it right now. It's my stand-up. I think you should go for more. I Yeah, no. Let's see what else it. I got. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. No, but I mean, it's not like lately. It's like before I even had children, it, my bachelorette party, you crashed it thinking you were so cute and interesting in drag. Won't let me be with my ladies. Won't let me have girl time. I try to go out with my friend. I remember a time Easton was really young and Jenny Johnson and I were going to go out. You were already, I was in the car. You're texting me problems with the kids. Like you won't let me have my space. Please explain. No, no. What the hell would I explain? Go to the spa, text with questions. Won't let me have my time. Please explain. Dead space. This is like radio silence. You got to have something. You got to have some response to this. Um. <laughs> Come on. Ooh. Can you explain your point of view to me? Do you know what you're doing? Or do you like, is it like, is it like, uh, a like learning disability? <laughs> is it like... A l- like you actually don't have that perception. Like there's tactile, oral, like sonic. There's the like wife tit empty perception that you don't have. You just, you're just hallucinating. You just look at me and you just see full titty. What is it? I think it's that. Never ending, never ending teat. Well, you're, hallu- that's, that's yeah. psychotic. It's. I think that there's a never-ending teat. Yeah, well, you did breastfeed on your mama's tit till you were like nine. So (laughs) you do have a misconception on what a full and able tit is. I blame your mother. She gave a misconception that just boobs always there for you anytime you want. Uh Uh-uh, it ain't. And there's nothing wrong with me that I am not ready to be there for you at all times not my job i'm not there to just for you to suckle on my life force at all times closed for business no vacancy remodeling in progress two and a half hours that's all i asked for two and a half hours nope Jaya! across the street I wasn't sure if it was you. It you looked know, like it was someone else. You said you didn't even recognize me across the street because <laughs> I, I was shape shifting, trying to avoid your ass. That's why. You are on it today. It is unbelievable. This is a fucking spectacular. This is a spectacular moment in your in the history of you. Just stating my piece. This is this is a, this, this is, is a one woman show. This is what's happening with me. This is a one woman show. Manifesting I'm working 16 right now. hours a day, bringing home the bacon. Give me two and a half fucking hours to get my head straight. I walk in the door right from work. I hear you upstairs. You text me saying the kids are in fuego. I'm like, oh, great. It's been a 16 hour day. Can't wait. You've kept them up. I said, I really think they should go to sleep. Not till you get home. I walk in the door. I hear mama's home. Sending them down to me in a fury right when I walk in the door. The door's not even shut yet. Treat others as you would want to be treated. That's all I can say. 
I don't have the life force to argue about oh, any of this. Oh, you don't have any? Oh, why? Um. Well, please explain. Witness. Um. Please testify. Defendant. State your claim. I think it's an interesting. Am I that bad of a wife? Like I'm so deficient as a wife that you just need me, need me, need me that you, I'm like a ghost of a wife, which I do understand. I totally, but I am kicking butt. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, sorry. It's better that I shut up during all of this. No, I want, I want to hear. Someone's got to respond. Um, I'm going to do a man on the street interview about men. I'm going to ask them all, do you just suck endlessly on your woman's titty (laughs) of her life force with no (laughs) observation of her? That's the thing. That's why I always feel like you don't understand because I just feel like you don't even see. You only see what you want to see. You don't actually see what's there because the messages are loud and clear. You're like, because your whole thing is you say, tell me what you need. Just tell me. So I fucking tell you. And then Jenna, there you are across the street. Can can you perhaps maybe articulate what my point of view could be a little bit? I need a wife. No, no. Just help me out here. Like, what's the other side of the coin on? That you need wife. No, that's not it. You need caress and attention. No, and no. None of that's it. None of that. You need to talk about finances no. and make life decisions and no. travel plans and living arrangements. No, none of that is it either. I don't know. I got nothing. Please, please educate me. Just that when you're kicking ass or out there working for 16 hours a day, that it, that there's someone else that's doing their own, that, that is also sort of... Yeah, and no, that's the thing. So then it... you No, you deserve a great acknowledgement and you deserve like remuneration, okay? But I first have to go like rekindle so that I can do that. And that's the step you're missing. You're expecting something in return where I, I've got nothing left. Well, this, this is what I this is what I was trying to say. Is Ooh, that... You're getting like insanely calm right now. It's kind of scary. No, like, no, no. Well, this is what I'm saying. No, <laughs> psycho killer calm. Totally. That was like, I was just, go ahead. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna like put chemicals in my tea right now. Ugh. Okay, so, I think in a lot of marriages mm-hmm. or relationships. There is probably one person that does most of the working and one person does most of the, how would you want to word it? Child rearing? Yeah. Working? Then we, and then in our case, we have two working parents because I work too. But you're on a show right now. We're in Canada and you're working on a show. Well, you're on Criminal Minds. You're just not keeping the hours. Yeah. It's you worked not like a- two hours the other day. I was like, that was just me and hair and makeup. <laughs> right. I'm two hours there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was in, in okay. by 6 a.m., out by 8 a.m. I um, blow a horse to have those hours. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Not really. <laughs> Not really. Okay, so so what I was saying is that uh, that in in many ways what I'm doing is also equally challenging or exhausting. Not the criminal lines <laughs> hours clearly, but what I'm doing here with two very lively, very heavy life force boys, mm-hmm. and so. I think in other relationships, there are marriages or relationships whereby most of the time, most of the time, the guy is at work all day and the girl, the wife, is raising the family, though that doesn't mean anything. That's just what's been the tradition. That doesn't mean that's right or wrong or, or necessary, but that's what's been done. And then the, the wife herself, 
is exhausted from what she's been doing. But the but it's a hard thing to say because the obvious the obvious worker in that scenario would be the husband who the comes wife, home. The mother would be oh, no the obvious the, the obvious one is the mother. No. Well, then I would – that's what I – well – Yeah, but you're not a woman. You're still right, the man. Right. I'm the man. And but, I give you space to but, go get your space. But I mean when when you are off at work for 16 hours a day, mm-hmm. that means that I am with the boys. Not 16 for, hours a day. For eight – okay. So when you're at work for f- – well, there are days – there were days that you were had a 15-hour work day, mm-hmm. and that didn't include – Travel time. 40 minutes of travel each way. Each way. So that's getting – there was a couple of days. So that is the time that I am with the kids. Mm-hmm. And though I fucking love being a dad, that itself could be slightly um, challenging, exhausting. Yeah, and I let you go out. You go, like, I got to go for a bike ride. I go, go, go. I get it. You've yeah. been with the kids. Like, I actually do – I for me, I treat you the way I would want to be treated. I go, go, go get a bike ride. And I don't text you. I don't bother you because I know you need to be able to have that time and space with no like being pulled back to really like rekindle your space. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to make you wrong about anything. I I think. Do I not give you that time and space? Don't I I I tell you go do your thing? Well, those moments I think come and go. And then most of the time the boys call me anyway Mm -hmm. when I'm out. But but it's not like you That's said not hey me. it's not like you said hey call call dad but they call me and say when are you coming back yeah <laughs> we don't do you know I I don't let them do that right they either I don't know who they do that with yeah but not me I know they find ways they find okay. ways of dialing with their iPads now okay they have ways they're very smart kids <laughs> they're, they're like so but but I just want to make a point that yeah. my bachelorette party was in 1995 that was long before we had kids yeah that just seemed like it was fun. A lot of cute girls in one place seemed like something I had a hard time passing up. Sorry. If you'd like to have another one, I promise not to go. Because <laughs> we've said this in an earlier podcast. When I try to have my girl time, you infringe on it. If, if and you go, yeah, because girls are fun. If you, and then you wonder why I build up a little bit of juice on this. If you want to have a new bachelorette party with all of your friends, I promise I won't crash it. <laughs> I promise I won't have anything to do with it. No interest I know, but so I get that you're working hard too and you're totally contributing to making it be so yeah. that I can work 16 hours a day and have my kids be happy. So I think that, that I probably... Need, I, I'm going to give back. No, no, I don't, I'm not it's arguing. It's just I need to like refuel I think you're right. the car. Like that, the, the car cannot reach you at your destination because it ran out of gas. No, no, no argument here. No argument here. I think that I probably just need to travel the world a little bit. Yeah, I think you need some bigger... I think I need some bigger games. Yeah. Because what happens is that it often happens in a traditional case of the housewife just is you're like these kitchen towels are just wrong. I become that one, yeah. Right. I become like in like I become like I become like the dishwasher is (laughs) is leaking, and I don't know what the and I couldn't reach you about the (laughs) the leaky dishwasher, and what am I supposed to do? Use like their good towels to clean up the floor? I become that guy. Yeah. And I'm trying to text you. You've gotten very a little (laughs) too serious lately. I've become like trying to text you and. I'm like, wh- why the fuck are am I texting you and you're you're not answering back? And there's, and and and, and where are where are the good <laughs> placeholders? And where's I can't I can't make the fundant the right color. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? It's supposed to be a fuchsia. I'm supposed to make a fuchsia fundant. Meanwhile, I'm like, 
I'm supposed I got to make nothing. a a fuchsia fundant, and I can't reach you. And and where's the where's the food coloring? That's become my life. And yeah. then I freak out. And then by the time you come home, I'm like, well, the fucking fuchsia, the food, the food You're coloring. Like, take the kids. Take the kids. So <sighs> so what are you gonna do about it, hon? I I told you I'm I'm moving to Hawaii. That doesn't have bigger games. That's got less. No, no, I'm and I'm gonna. That's like just. Ocean. I'm gonna. That's I'm like gonna, where you send crazy people to calm down. <laughs> okay, yeah, oh, okay. okay. Right, I'm okay. gonna. I'm gonna that's build a home there. Stuff. I'm gonna right, build a home. Okay. I'm no. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna go off the grid for a little while. I don't know. I'm gonna. Grid. <laughs> I. You're gonna have to worry about your own fuchsia fundant. I can worry about my own fuchsia fundant. <laughs> if I am given the time to do it. No, nothing you said was wrong. Okay, I know. I, I don't think it is. Nothing you said. It was profound. I was because just... Because I say I want to hang out. Like, I love you. I love you so much. No, I'm giving you love. You can relax. It's good. Oh, my God. This guy. This poor guy. I got to give you my spa gift certificate. Oh, sweetie. It's a little tense. It's been some... It's heavy around here. A lot of boys running around. One of them's got an earache. Some stuff's happening. It's okay. There's people out there with way worse problems, son. Are these white people problems? Is that what they call it's these? It's just humanity. People have some real problems out there. This is nothing. I know. There's no, no, none of this is, is severe. Great life. I just need to um, play bigger games. Yeah. That's all. I just game need of to play, life. I just need to play bigger games. Yeah. Go try solving the homeless problem or something, and then you won't care so much about what's going on here. I totally agree. Yeah. It, it's a little hard to do that when the nose is to the, the home, the family. Yeah, you got to like lift that nose up <laughs> out of the uh, domesticated bliss. Yeah. Yeah, you've never been one for any kind of domesticated situation. It's like when we had our second kid, that was when you went like, That's I do domesticated. And you were like, crazy. S- like springs were squirting out of your ears and wires and like, like you, you kind of went wonka doodle. Yeah. So you got to. I'm still and trying to And I try to, to just keep giving you freedom. I'm like, go do, like, go be a man. Go do guy stuff. Like, go do your Yosemite trip. Go do, go do these things. Yeah. No, I'm saying go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. give you all this freedom and you, you just yeah. don't always take it, I guess. Well, there was a big Yosemite trip planned this year. So what happened? It was right over when you needed me to be here. So I had to cancel it. It was later. Did Day. I say you had to be here? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know anything about your Yosemite trip. I probably would have said you don't. No, you needed me here. Oh. So, but that, but that's not your fault. Okay. That's not your fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm making it seem passively kind of like that it is your fault, but it's not your fault. You needed me here. It need you needed me here. Okay. I needed to be here. So it's just been the way it's been lately. Right. It's just a period of time. There's a a big thing happening. Your your this show is really exciting, and the kids are just at that stage where they're at the final stages of needing a parent so much. You know, they're gonna need get a mama it. so much. Yeah. Parent? What do you mean? Final stages of needing a parent. They're six and nine. No, so need, much. They need us. Right. But there's like right at the next stage of this, they get into heavy group and friend activities. Oh, I this see. This is like the saying. final stage right. where it's like too many hours without a mom or a dad and they start to lose it. Yeah. It's coming into like the Boy Scout camp over, camp over. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's getting right into that stage. Right. I understand. From, from my saying. friends that have kids that are just one step beyond, there's the point where the kids are like, the boys are off doing a, a lot. More independent. Yeah. They're just at that last stages of like, when you're on set all day and then they don't want me to leave the house and they don't even want me to go to the corner to like return to go to the coffee shop to return a couple of emails. They freak out. Right. It, it, it'll all calm down. It's just a little bit of a tense moment. We're in a foreign country, Canada. <laughs> we don't understand the language or the culture here. It's very, things are very strange. Everyone's 
everyone's like oddly polite and nice yeah, it's and social. Very confusing. It's really weird. We we as native Los Angelinos, we don't understand what's happening. Everyone cynical, edgy. Where's all the rude cynicism and the aggressive behavior and the judgment, the heavy judgmental, self-important. Um, yeah. Narcissists. Where's all the know-it-all hipsters? I'm like very uncomfortable with these friendly people. Very weird. Where's all the know-it-all hipsters that seem to know everything about everything but know nothing about nothing? And are the biggest hypocrites in the world. The, yeah. Where's the zombie apocalypse of Los Angeles that we're used to? There's all these nice, friendly Canadians with spectacular restaurants every 20 feet. All the girls are cute, and all the guys are like real men, yeah. not hipster super, men. Super nice. Yeah. Helpful. So They're like all ready to help. So this place is just fucking our shit up. Yeah. I had to call the fire department the other night. <laughs> Why is that? Um, oh, right. Because the alarm, the smoke alarm, was doing like some alert, and then it said carbon dioxide, and I was like, because <laughs> you weren't here. Right. And it was just me and the girls and, uh, and the boys, the nannies and the boys. And uh, I was like, carbon monoxide. Oy, oy, oy. So I called the fire. I didn't want to call 911 because that seemed a little dramatic. So I called the fire department um, nearest us. I looked, you know. I got out a yellow pages. Just kidding. And uh, and the fire department guy was like, oh, well, let's see, eh? Does it uh, go over your head? Does it, well, it should be lower on the floor, eh? Yeah. And uh, he was so helpful. He was so sweet and so helpful, like actually engaged, which in L.A., when I call people, they're like, I'm sorry, I can't give advice over the phone. Yeah. And you're like, where's just human beings helping me out here? And then... But then I didn't take his word for it because I thought, I feel like I need a second opinion. So then I tried to call another fire department and then I just called 911 and said, not emergency, but I need your help. Um, And then she put me, she said, well, let me just dispatch you to the fire department. So then she dispatched me to like the general Vancouver fire department because I said, is this who I just talked to or is this a different station? She said, this is Vancouver fire department. I was like, oh, I get it. You're just the dispatch. Okay. I said, well, I told her my thing, and she said, uh, okay, we should have someone go look at it. And I said, okay, cool. She's like, I'm going to send someone. I said, okay, cool. And then she hung up, and I was going to say, don't put, like, sirens and shit. Like, <laughs> let's keep it mellow, you know? Let's keep it on the DL. And the, the boys were sleeping. She said, get the kids out of the house. Open the doors and windows and get all, every person out of the house. And I was like, but my kids are sleeping. She's like, out of the house. I was like okay but the other fireman says probably nothing so i get the kids out from their sleeping beds bring them out onto the front porch and then you're like full siren mode it was 11 30 at night they pull up you know when they put it in park sure the the hydraulic brakes are diesels the lights are going and i was like oh my god this is so embarrassing we have a really brightly lit front porch. So we're just like me and the two nannies and the kids and like with the blankets. And I'm like trying to wave looking happy so it doesn't seem so dramatic. <laughs> and then um, they're like in full like man fireman mode. And so one's coming up with an axe hanging over his thing. He's got his carbon, di- carbon dioxide meter. Real men in Vancouver's. They're real men. Yeah, here. they're like super into their job. It was really cute. So they come up. I go, hi, no big deal. It's just upstairs. Come on up. I'm walking up the stairs and I'm in like my pajama sweatpants that were kind of thin and tight. And I just like, I'm like, they're staring at my ass right now. They're just staring at my ass walking up the stairs. Okay. So then we go up and I'm telling them the whole spiel that I told the first fire, fire fighter. And he's looking at me. I go, 
are you the guy I talked to and went over all of this with already? He's like, yeah, I told you it's not a problem. The guy's like, yeah, my meter reads zero. Yeah, I got zero. My meter reads zero. And he's got his ax over <laughs> him, you know, and his full like fireman gear. And then another third guy starts coming up the stairs. Like there's always another guy. He looks like, like a Guido yeah. kind of guy, like a big, he, if we were in New Jersey, he was that guy. No, it's already the Canadian version yeah. of it. And, um, and the, and then he, he does the kind of like, yeah, I already told you it was going to be no problem. I said, you know, and then I was like, um, I just wanted a second opinion. So I called 911. I called back and then, you know, here you are because you were the one in my neighborhood. Now you're all here in my house. Here you are. He's like, it's fine. But he had told me that it's because it's a combo smoke alarm and carbon dioxide that it should be like four feet off the ground Mm -hmm. because carbon dioxide is heavier than air and doesn't go up that high and Ah. this one was on the ceiling and Ah. then the guy with the axe and the carbon dioxide meter hanging from his thing and his big backpack thing he's like oh i have 13 of these in my house these are the new combo (laughs) ones they're great eh these are great and then the guy who told me that it was like a fucked up one you know i was like yeah you guys should just talk the car ride back And reconcile the discrepancy here. But I'm glad it says zero. Thanks so much. So they're probably gone for their firehouse for like a total, including drive time, 15 minutes. So I don't feel like I endangered Vancouver by bringing them to my house. It was good to get them out here. And and they probably felt like they saved a beautiful damsel with their family. Well, they tried with his axe coming up the stairs. But they're nice here. And this is a rental house. So we don't, that's... I was like, I don't, I tried to pull it out of the ceiling. It's wired. It's not a battery. I don't know what this is. So it was fun. I've been having little adventures here. Yeah, this is, it's been a, it's, I mean, the shit you, the shit you profunded on at the beginning of this <laughs> podcast was, was definitely going to be part of one of the best all women shows that I've ever seen. Yeah. I have no response to it. I just I shouldn't. speak truth. It's just my truth. It's It doesn't have to be your truth. No, it's true for me. I just know it's pretty much every single working mother wife truth. Though, no. Right? It's, it's true. Right? It's. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. You're just you're just grabbing life by the pussy, Jenna. You're just grabbing life by the pussy. I'm proud of you. You know me. <laughs> <laughs>